This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about keywords in reviews. But first, thank you to our friends at RepairPal for providing you this episode. As shop owners, we were part of RepairPal Certified Network. You can learn more at repairpal.com forward slash shops. Kim and I just got back from a, uh, a trip that we just took. Our son was home uh, between his um, prep school year and his plebe year at West Point. And we were able to, uh, to just go spend some time down in Florida with him. And uh, we spent a little time in Grayton Beach and down in the Keys. And uh, Kim, got to, yep, Kim got to watch her brother compete in the Special Olympics. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Some people know my brother, even though they don't live here. I don't know. He's like famous everywhere. But yeah, he was hit by a car when he was 10 years old and has a mild mental disability. And he is a special Olympics athlete and made it to the USA Games in Orlando. So we got to watch him and he, um, I got to watch him and he took home the gold with his softball team at the USA Games. So it was pretty special. Yeah, it was very cool. And, it, you know, it was good to uh, to get to spend that time with our son. He, uh, he'll he be leaving here in a, uh, a few Just days. Just a couple days. You know, headed back up to New York. So we, we value that time that we get to spend with him. While we were on the trip, we had something interesting happen, and I'll get into the details of that a little bit Twice. later. Yeah, two times. And that is what brings up today's podcast episode about working these keywords into reviews. And you know, that's what's going to happen with this podcast is marketing things are going to happen just kind of on a daily or weekly recurring basis. And, and they'll relate to y'all as shop owners. And so we'll record a podcast about it because we believe in answering questions that people are asking and just being relevant. And since this just happened, we thought it would be a great episode. Let's talk about this. Some, you know, we talk about the way that people search now. Uh, you know, it used to be that people would go over to their computer and they would type something in and, you know, it would be like, uh, auto repair, Houston, Texas. And I'm not saying that people don't do that anymore, but it's much more common that they grab their phone and they'll talk to their phone. I'm not going to say it or my phone will start making noise over here on the podcast, but you know, they'll, they'll say, Hey, you know, whatever that name is. And they'll ask it a question, you know, like, uh, where's an auto repair shop near me or something like that. And the search result that they get is most oftentimes going to be a Google My Business or, well, they just changed the name of that. So it's now the Google Business Profile. Mm -hmm. And they get information about your business and they don't even have to click to go into your website. They've got the phone number, the address, they've got, uh, you know, reviews, your hours of operation and, you know, that's not to say that a website isn't important anymore because a website is certainly important. It just depends on the person who is searching because different people search in different ways. It does speak to just how important that Google My Business listener, or I'm sorry, the, the Google Business Profile right. is. You know, you have got to have that Google Business Profile and it has got to be complete. You know, it, it's got to be accurate. In case people don't know what we're talking about, you know, when you go to Google and you search for a business over on the right hand side, when you're on your desktop, it used to be called the knowledge graph. It's not called that anymore, but it's your listing and it's where 
all of your contact information is about your business and your website and pictures. If you have never gone and claimed that, you really need to go do that. First of all, it's where you can go make sure. I mean, Google is, people Google everything and that's how they're going to look for you. And so you want to make sure that information is correct. So go claim it if you've never done that before. Well, and Um, it's important for people to know too that like Google does not want you to leave Google. That's why they start giving you answers to your questions right there in the search engine results. Like they can't, or well, unless you're part of an ad network, they can't put an ad on your website and make money off of that. They, the only time they want somebody to click through to your website is when you're paying them for an ad. Otherwise, they want you to stay right there on Google because now they have an opportunity to serve an ad to you so that you can make them money. So the more information that they can give you right there on the search engine results page, the better it is for them. You can even post as if you would post on Facebook. You can post on your Google business profile now. So literally everything is there. So if you leave here with nothing else, go make sure that you have claimed and have access to your Google business profile. You know, that brings us to the story of what happened while we were in Key West. We were there and it was hot, y'all. I mean, it was hot. And we're, uh, we're riding our bikes around you know, we wanted to just find some place to go, uh, to go get a, a drink. You know, Kim probably wanted a little mommy drink of some kind, mm-hmm. a little margarita. Not probably. Or, I for or sure a little did. rum drink. A little rum. We had been there five years earlier. We knew that there was this cool place that we had, uh, we'd sat down and had lunch or dinner or something. I don't remember what it was, but it was this like restaurant slash bar that was in like this courtyard area behind a house where trees were just completely covering it. Well, and you, there, it, wasn't, it wasn't a floor. It was like the dirt, like ground. Yeah, there were chickens running around. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> while, it's Key West. While, so. you're, while you're eating. But um, we didn't remember what the name of it was. You know, I stopped for a minute. I pulled out my phone and I just did a Google search. And I got screenshots of it. Uh, but I did a Google search, something to the effect of... Uh, you know, restaurant under a canopy of trees in Key West. Mm -hmm. And the Google My Business listing came up for Blue Heaven in Key West. And that was the exact spot that we had eaten five years ago. But tell them why. Well, it came up because people were putting that in their reviews. They were talking in their reviews about being under a canopy of trees. Well, you know how sometimes you're writing a review on different platforms, it will tell you your review has to be a certain number of characters or words. So sometimes when people are writing a review, it's a full-on story. I mean, they'll tell you all about what was happening and the ambiance of the place and what was special and unique. And one of the things that's special and unique about this place is literally the canopy of trees that you sit under, the chickens that are walking around, the kind of outdoor feel patio area. So, yeah, he, he found it and won the day because we got to go and sit in that place that we wanted to go back to. And y'all, I didn't have to dig for it. It was the very top result that came up. And then it ended up happening again. I want to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. They're on a mission to put trust back in auto repair. You're an honest shop that delivers high quality work and great service, right? Well, millions of consumers looking for mid to major mechanical repair 
Look for shops like yours in the RepairPal Trusted Network. Contact them to get certified today and receive one month free service at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. Being in the RepairPal Certified Network helped us grow our shops business and it can help yours too with new customers and a higher ARO. Plus, you don't have to worry anymore about arguing with customers over price because shops in the RepairPal Certified Network are trusted by consumers for being fair priced, not low priced, fair priced. You have to be in it to win it. So head over to repairpal.com forward slash shops to learn more and set up a call. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. Five years ago when we were there, we ate at a really cool restaurant. You would think that we would want to not go back to the same places that we had been. But, you know, we had such a good experience last time that we wanted to, to do well, it again. Well, truth be told, I love to go back to places that I, that I really, really liked. Brian would rather try a new place. I think both of these times it was because I was like, oh, I want to go back to this place that we went to before. And so the next one. It was this restaurant that was in an old house that had seating on a second floor porch, uh, porch slash balcony kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And again, didn't remember what the name of it was. So I did a Google search for Key West restaurant with second floor porch. And again, the top result that came up, it was for the Bagatelle restaurant in Key West. We weren't even 100% sure if that was the same place. And Kim ended up digging back through her TripAdvisor reviews because Kim loves giving reviews. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it was the Bagatelle. I I literally searched for a restaurant with second floor porch and it came up. Well, let me add to that though, because very often when we're out and about traveling and we want to look for uh, a place to eat, let's say for example, that we, well, my son, he was talking about hush puppies. I want to eat somewhere where there's some really good hush puppies. I will literally do a search for hush puppies looking for the best place to go. So when, it, when you're an auto repair shop, these words, which is what we're talking about, really, really, really matter. People will search based on those. Yeah, because so many times people will write a review and it doesn't have anything to do with what it is that you do. They will, you know, they'll go give you five stars and then they'll write something like, these are, you know, these guys are great. I highly recommend them. And that doesn't tell the person who's reading the review well, I guess it does tell the person who's reading the review because they know, you know, who it is that they're that they're looking at the review for, but it doesn't tell Google anything really specific about the business. So, when when you're getting reviews, if you can get people to put certain terms in those reviews, it can help you out dramatically. So, there's basically three different types of terms that you want people to put into their reviews if you can get them to do it. First of all is geographic terms. So things like the name of the city, if they live in in a neighborhood that is close to you, the name of that neighborhood. If there is some kind of a landmark that is near your shop to get them to put the, you know, put that landmark in there that is close to, you know, the Louisiana Superdome or, or whatever. And then you want your main keywords. Your main keywords are going to be things like auto repair and mechanic or auto repair shop and mechanic. Uh, if you're a Euro shop or a specialty shop, uh, it's going to be the, you know, the type of car 
that they have worked on, uh, you know, which you want that in there no matter what, if you can get it. And then, you know, the third one is going to be the services that they had done. Uh, a great review that would include all of those key terms could be something to the effect of, uh, you know, I was looking for an auto repair shop near my home in Oak Knoll subdivision and found peak automotive. My check engine light came on and need to have it repaired. Uh, when I pulled up to the shop, I met with John and had a great experience, blah, blah, blah. You know, so you're getting the, the key terms in their auto repair. You're getting the geographic terms that it was near this Oak Knoll subdivision. And then you're getting the services offered, you know, that your, your check engine light was on and you needed to get it diagnosed. And that could be anything, you know, it could be that you need to have your tires replaced. It could be that you need to have an alignment done. It could be that they, you know, needed to have a, a headlight restoration done. Because what happens now is when people are searching, most people, yes, are going to search for auto repair shop near me. Some people will search for things like, where can I have an alignment done? Or they'll use these obscure terms like new refrigerant. You know, we got the, what is it, Y1234A or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not a mechanic anymore, you know, so <laughs> I, I don't know all of these terms, but I think that's what it is. And, you know, but people don't search with the technical term like that. They'll say literally new refrigerant. So, you know, you could have a review written that says, uh, you know, my car has that new refrigerant and I couldn't find a shop to work on it. And when I found this shop, you know, they did a great job for me, et cetera. But they use that term new refrigerant, new refrigerant. in their review. And if you have the, uh, the machines to be able to, to do the reclaim and recycle on that new refrigerant, then you're much more likely to come up in, uh, in a search result when somebody is searching for that. You know, then that's going to come down to how do you get people to do that? Kim, how do you get people to do that? It starts with having that relationship with your customers to be able to talk to them. I mean, you can have, we actually make little signs for people to put it in their lobby, but the best thing is when you're in that moment talking to your customers, right? When you're handing them the keys and when you're making the follow-up phone call or when you're staying in touch with them afterwards, but it's literally just talking to them and asking them to write the reviews. But telling them where you want them to write the review and um, even getting as specific as the words that you want them to use and doing it in a friendly, natural, organic kind of way. You don't want it to feel forced, but if you're having that great conversation, um, you, you want to, to do it right then and there and direct them where to go, where you want them. But then there's, you know, a lot of our shop softwares that we're using now will automatically ask for the review. And in that same request is, is where you're going to direct them um, to where to go and write it. Obviously, we've talked about Google, Facebook, Yelp, which, okay, let's face it, we all have a love-hate with Yelp, but people use it. And they do look and search on there, and Google is pulling those reviews in. Um, that's a as that's well. a great point too, because I didn't even when I was sitting here talking about it, I might have said that it was Google My Business. I don't remember. I'm sorry, Google Business Profile. Um, <laughs> but the second one with Bagatelle, the top result that came up was TripAdvisor. It was not a Google Business Profile. Yeah. So you know, it's not like this is this is relevant for more than just Google. 
Yep. Like wherever it is that people are leaving reviews. And, you know, a lot of times you don't want to ask people to do that. Like you don't want to get too specific with, oh, can you put this in the review? But you're actually making it easier for people. Absolutely. I've had people so many times, and I say so many times, it's been a handful of times throughout the history of, of being in business that are just like, hey, will you write the review and uh, send no, it to me all the and time. I'll post it? Like they will literally ask you to do that. Yep. So you're making it easier on them if you're telling them what it is that you want in the review. And then this is sort of related, but not really related, but sort of <laughs> on the same exact trip, we went and rented a boat. And the lady that we rented the boat from, she asked us, how did you find out about me? And we told her Google. And she literally asked, what exactly did you search for? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you think that you're bothering people when you ask for that type of information. But you're really not, you know, nobody, nobody minds that if you are providing a great service to someone, then they actually want to help you. And, you know, Kim, of course, we're in marketing. So Kim got all excited and was like, I love that you're asking that and come to find out this lady's background before she owned this boat rental business was marketing. So she did not hesitate to ask that question, but we loved it that she asked it. Yeah. And I want to go back real quick to TripAdvisor because you might be thinking, I don't have any business being on TripAdvisor. I'm not a restaurant or I'm not a tourist or travel. People are very often maybe traveling through your area and you never know when they're going to need an, an auto repair shop. And so other than Google, my preferred method of finding someone is TripAdvisor. Brian loves to go look on Google. I love to look on TripAdvisor. You know, keep that in mind as well. And in addition to any of the other places in your community where you know that people are um, looking and studying businesses before they're going to use them. But when you're in that conversation with your, with your customer and you obviously know who you're going to ask and who you're not going to ask. If you're not having the best situation, you're probably not going to ask them to write a review. So if you're going to go to the lengths to have a conversation about them writing a review, it might sound awkward, but it's really easy to say, Hey, I don't want to waste your time, but if you would like to write a review for us, what would be really helpful is if you talk about and use use words based on the service that you just offered them. You know, if you replaced the brakes, if you worked on, uh, did tires for them or air conditioning work, you know, literally talk to them about the words and tell them, like educate your customer, let them know the reason why this is important is because you're helping us when people are searching for us. So when you use those words, it's really, um, it's really very helpful. So they appreciate that because like Brian said, you're giving them guidance and you're helping them in writing that actual review. Yeah. So just to kind of go through it one more time, and I'm actually going to add a fourth one, you know, a fourth uh, type of keyword, and that's going to be the type of vehicle. You know, so you want the geographic terms in there. It could be the city name. It could be a a neighborhood name, something like that, uh, or a landmark name. Uh, You want the your main keywords to be in there. For most of you, your main keywords are going to be auto repair, auto repair shop, or mechanic. Uh, You want the type of service that you performed on the vehicle. You know, did you fix their check engine light? Did you replace their tires? Did you do an alignment? Did you do a headlight restoration? Uh, And then the type of vehicle. You know, was it a Mercedes? Was it a a Toyota? Was it a Power Stroke diesel truck? Because people will 
search, especially when you get into the uh, the ones where they don't think that just any old shop can handle it. You know, they think that they're, you know, which they're right in most cases, that their vehicle's special. You know, so a European car, um, a hybrid, a uh, diesel truck, those are especially important to get those keywords into the reviews. So ask your customers to put those words into the reviews and watch how much more web traffic you end up getting. And by the way, you can get insights on the traffic to your Google business profile. Uh, you know, we, we often look at the Google analytics for our website, but you can also get the same kind of information on your Google business profile or Google my business. If you don't know that they changed the name yet (laughs) and, um, it's good information to have. So, uh, That'll wrap up this episode. Kim, where can people connect with us? Okay, awesome. So we would love to connect with you in a variety of ways. So it's a buffet. If you don't like the broccoli, don't pick the broccoli. So whatever works best for you, email Kim at shopmarketingpros.com. Brian, spelled however you want to, at shopmarketingpros.com. Join our Facebook group, the Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind, where we're teaching classes, we're having great conversations in there, but you can also find us at a wide variety of events in the industry like Vision and ASTE and APEX and um, STX, all sorts of industry events. If you have one, invite us to it. We'd love to be there. And also just checking us out at shopmarketingpros.com. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening. And we hope that y'all tune in again next week. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.